How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the show. It's Thursday. We're missing Brett. Yeah, he's not here. Couldn't make it today. But he will be back, and we're trying to figure out a way for us all to be together, whether it's like this here today, the way Roxy and I are doing it, or whether or not it's in the studio, whatever. we got to find a way to get the three of us back. We're working on it. Doing this right now, doing this program, and I'm excited to it because what we're going to talk about today, Roxy did see Madam Web. Now, if you're watching this episode, you're like, well, you did, you saw it too. Not yet. The time of this taping, I'm going to see it, and um, it stinks, is what people are saying. People say it stinks. Twelve percent, eleven percent, whatever the hell it is now on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm sure Roxy's looking it up right now and telling me once we start filming, um, but. We're going to talk about whether or not this was a massive mistake for Sony to do it. And did they just kill their, their any momentum with Spider-Verse? Will they keep doing it? Are they going to keep going with it? Should they keep going with it? What is going to happen? Because you got Craven coming out too. What's, what's, what's the future of Craven? And then we're going to get into the future of television because Roxy's got some more TV for us to talk about. It'll be a, a, a quick, fun, interesting show like we always do. And there's other stuff that Roxy wants to tell me about. Some of these reviews that she said were brutal on Madame Web. So, as always, hit that button. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, currently, currently, we are at 126,568. We're trying to get to 200,000 by the end of the year. And if you guys hit that button, we'll do just that. So, it's me and Roxy Stryer. It's the big thing. Here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the big thing. Got to mention Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that. Our Patreon, too. Something. I hope you guys signed up to that. Get Mike to do stand-up comedy. Someone who has done stand-up comedy, more so than Mike, Roxy Stryer. What's up, Rox? This is the mood, Christian. What, what does that mean? This is the mood that oh. when you have, I am just obsessed with. Oh, you like it? It, the top of the show immediately i was like there it is oh it's the mood it's the mood i right. i don't know how to just and it's interesting because you're under the weather right now yeah. it's almost like it's your version of degaf what's that don't give up oh degaf mm. i don't love that you're taunting me with your bubblies i thought about you know what's even worse I've got that you put five of them on your desk. <laughs> well, no, those are all empty, but I've got like 40 of them waiting for you in the uh, in, in the actual fridge right now. There's like a ton of them you when you said to me like, oh, OK, actually, we'll do it digitally. My first thought was like, OK, I don't right. I'm not driving there. My second thought was like, no bubbly. Yeah, no bubbly. And we got no and we got a lot I mean, and tons of orange cream, by the way. Sponsor tons. us or die <laughs> for real. That's a good way to get them. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what this mood is. I don't know. Maybe it's just because I know that I have to go see Madam Web. Yeah, you must be <laughs> stoked considering. Actually, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm going to make you guess. What do you think <laughs> the Rotten Tomatoes number actually is? Right now, I mean, this was, it was when we started recording yesterday or today. We started 103 reviews. Oh, okay. I would say 13%. Oh, okay. 17%. Oh, it's up? Okay. I, I think. I'm going to just be up front with you, Christian. I think that's too low. That's too low. So wait, but but this is this is a confusing thing that a lot of people say with Rotten Tomatoes. 
What would you score the film out of? Yeah, yeah, okay. And because of that, I don't think it's too low. Right. But in comparison to other movies, like I don't think that this is substantially worse than Argyle. Uh, uh, well, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But um, right, yeah. Like I think that this is it. I think that this is in the same ballpark as the movies in the twenties or thirties. So all what you're basically saying is that because with if you look at the Argyle, which is like twenty or thirty percent that you're saying that just as many people should have gotten it over a three out of five, even if that person isn't you. Right. I'm not that person. <laughs> right. Well, this maybe to me is rotten. But that's the thing. Most people felt that way. Right. But so, I, I would think that most people felt that way by comparison of the other films, right. this should be slightly higher by comparison of if it's over a three, it should be at a zero, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I so. know. Yeah, I don't know. I got to I have to uh, that's true also. Is I I see I go the opposite side. I'm surprised. I'm surprised that it has 17 or 18%. I'm surprised. You uh, have to hear. Did you hear what Rolling Stone said? No, tell said? me, tell I, me. Christian, I think that this is and you know better than me, but maybe the meanest review I've ever heard tell about me. any movie ever okay. from Rolling wow. Stone. Wow. Here we go. This is yeah. what they said about Matt. Who wrote it? Who wrote it? I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go back and right. look at okay. it. It was being passed around. It's a screenshot that somebody shared on their story, but I'll I find might have, it. Okay. I might have read this. I might have read this on the show yesterday. Let me see. Madam Webb isn't as bad oh, yeah, as its somewhat botched promotional campaign might suggest. It is, in fact, way worse. Yeah. A genuine Chernobyl-level disaster that seems to get exponentially more radioactive as it goes along, this detour to one of the dustier corners of Marvel's content farm is a dead end from start to finish. Oh. It is the cats, the movie of yeah. superhero yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh, not a single decision seems of sound mind. Not a single performance feels in sync with the material. Yeah. Not a single line reading feels as if it hasn't somehow been magically auto-tuned to subtract emotion and or inflection. The sole amazing factor of this spider spinoff is that someone somewhere signed off on actually releasing it, a showgirls of comic book cinema. Brutal. I did. I actually did read that on the show yesterday. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's it's. I haven't seen again. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I, I would say that's what I disagree with, Christian. It's not not a single line. Yeah, it's not good, but there are moments in there. I like we talked to a friend of ours. I don't want to say who. I talked to this friend of ours who said that Dakota Johnson was sorely miscast. Mm. I don't agree with that. I think she did. She. The only reason I could watch this movie was because of her. Okay. She's so endearing. You, she, you love Dakota. I feel like she's your it girl. She's not my it girl, but I definitely find if there's something about her that I'm like, oof, man. Like, and, and and she's wearing that outfit at the premiere. That wasn't nice to do to people. I thought it was really nice to do. No, not if you're. I mean, not no. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you gotta hide your Why Instagram. Not? I don't do that. Perfect. I, I don't do this. What are you looking at? Nothing. She's really good in it in terms of she is how she managed to still be decent is unbelievable. Yeah. Who's not good in it is Sydney Sweeney. Oh, okay. She Bet. was when we talk about being miscast, Christian, she plays uh she plays like the loser of the movie. Right. She's definitely not a loser. Like the ugly, not popular. Mm. <laughs> it's like right. wait her? She she is the actual it girl right, right now. Like, right. What'd you do? Why'd you do that? 
I think that's the that's the catalyst of this. I think that's what Rolling Stone is saying. That's the whole movie is why did you do that? Like, and I mentioned this on the show yesterday is that if you look at the plan, even that one thing that came out, right? It's like, oh well, well here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make a Spider Verse movie, and you know we've got Andrew Garfield. We're gonna put Andrew Garfield in it. We're gonna send it around Andrew Garfield, and we'll and we'll kind of tie that in, and we'll, we have our Spider Man. Oh no no no, let's not do that. Why? Well, because Tom Holland's the more popular one, and it ties to the MCU. So let's use him. Okay, we'll do that. Oh, wait, you know what? Let's not do that. Oh, okay. Well, what are we going to do? Let's make a whole bunch of 90s references. Let's put it in the 90s, make a whole bunch of 90s references. Oh, but we need to cut that out now. Why? Because we took it out of the 90s, and it doesn't match up, and we have to re-edit the entire film. Oh, well, what else? Well, let's just tell people this has nothing to do with the Spider-Verse at all. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was, it's that... I want to see, you know, that that bad pitch meetings video on screen. Yes, yes. I have to see. I have to see this, like what he's going to do with this, because it's going to have a field day. Yeah, I know. It, it's it's almost like, and I never say this about studios or artists because we know what their ultimate goal is. It's to make money. Right. It's almost like they didn't want to do that here, which is confusing. Because how do you take the same writers? from morbius and give them this property and right, and expect anything better and the property is it is already like madam webb not a standalone mm -mm. movie character mm -mm. not enough there it just doesn't really make sense to me why they thought that this might be the winner for them right so to invest this much money and have this kind of star power in this movie, I I don't I I need to be in that pitch room because I don't know what I don't get what happened there. Me either, and I guess this kind of goes to the overall the the, the main topic of this is because you had because Craven the Hunter was supposed to come out first. I remember it was supposed to like, and then they pushed it, and that's not coming out until I think the end of the year. Um, I don't know when it comes out, but it doesn't. It clearly is coming out after this. And then you had <laughs> you had Morbius, you had um, and you got you still got Venom again coming out. Venom one did decent, two not as much, not not as good, um, and but, but much better obviously than this as far as both money and um, and reviews. So mm -hmm. I still and I don't know if it's a deal with Marvel, uh, with Marvel Studios, but I still am so confused as to why if you have that momentum that you have with no way home and you've got toby and andrew come back they both said they wanted to come back how you a don't make single movies with the both of them again do spider-man 4 with toby do spider-man 3 the amazing spider-man with andrew and then do a movie with the two of them together simultaneously you yeah you do you do a total of three movies you do three movies you do one with andrew you do one with Toby, and then you do one with the both of them. And you do that, you own, you have that. Maybe there's a deal that you can't put out Spider-Man movies while Marvel Studios is going. I don't know what it is, but how they don't do that, I have no idea why they didn't capitalize that. They should have capitalized on that movie should have come out in, what did No Way Home come out in 2021? The 2022 and 2023, those movies should have been ready to go. And they must not be allowed to. They must not be allowed to. One, one I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I mean, but how? I don't know. Maybe if that was part of the deal, but like they—they're the ones that were making those movies in the first place, and they had and whatever that deal looks like. But 
but that's kind of a really stupid deal then for them is that they can't make single Spider-Man movies at all. They can only make the standalone side character movies that nobody cares about because it seems like anything that they don't do within the Tom Holland side of it is a disaster. It's a disaster. Like even this, yeah, yeah. I don't dislike Venom. I I think that they're fun and fine, but when that's your ceiling, right. you're in big trouble. Big like, trouble. You know that could be your your C list. That could mm -hmm. be like the bottom of the barrel, right. and I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's their gold standard right, right now, and yeah, it's like, right. ooh, that's I don't know where you go from there. But Christian, even with everything that you're talking about, I think that there was a version of Madam Web that they still could have done better than what sure. they did. Sure. There's a version of Morbius that they could have done better <laughs> than they did. Yeah. So if these are their circumstances, and for some reason that is what the deal is, and that's what they're going forward with, they have to do a better job of bringing in yes. the right people for the projects that they're doing because it's not even – it is the fact that these are the a weird choice of projects to be doing. But more than that, it's that they're not doing these ones well. No, they're trying to make these movies like late 90s superhero movies, and it worked with Venom. It worked. I, I didn't love the first Venom, but it worked with people, and it worked overall – um, with going for that 90s tone. They've been going for those 90s, early like early to late 90s superhero-type movies. And the problem is is that they're not just doing it in this kind of retro way in the way that Stranger Things does, it does like 80s feel, right? They're doing it, and they're making decisions the same way that executives made in the late 90s, and it doesn't work because it's a different type of audience watching these things now. Plus, we've been beaten down to death with these movies. We've been beaten down in them. They've got to be interesting. They got to be different. They got to like, and if you're gonna create it, and plus the fact it looks like nobody gave a shit. And then they had that interview, which I thought was hilarious, that Josh Horowitz did with uh, with Dakota Johnson, and he's like, "Did you see this?" When he said, uh, "What can you name the three Tom Holland movies?" Did you see this? No. She goes, "Oh yeah, I can name them." She goes, "Spider Man is here." She goes, "Spider Man is back." And then she said Spider-Man. She had she had fun with it, but she clearly doesn't give two shits about it. She doesn't care. But she but she was she was it's it was a very fun little interview piece. And I thought Josh um played with it really well and they had a great chemistry. But uh yeah, I think she realized she just did all the publicity that she could for this thing, knowing that it was, you know, not gonna go well. Yeah, you can tell that. I didn't watch that interview, but I did see her in a lot of interviews and She's a really talented actress. Yeah. And this, I don't think, was the way she saw her career going. I mm -hmm. don't think she thought this was going to be the next property. I just watched a movie called Freaky. Did you ever see that? I think it came out the during with, the pandemic. Oh, yeah, with Vince Vaughn, right? I yes. heard it was great. The, one of the girls from that mm -hmm. is uh, in this as well. Okay. Uh, and then Sydney Sweeney so, and, and then Adam Scott. There's people that you watch this and you're like, oh, oh, and then I, I don't want to give spoilers because I don't know who's announced, but there's like some some big there's some star power in mm -hmm. this, even like some cameos. Yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, that's the girl from this. Oh, sure. that's this person. So there's a, a lot of good performances in it, Dakota being one of them. But every one of their interviews, it does not one person is like, this is the movie you got to right. see. Right. They obviously don't believe in it. And that's got to be really hard as an actor when of you're course. out there every day promoting something yeah. that you're like, Ugh. you know, it's going to stink up the joint. Plus the fact, you know, the people are already thinking that it's going to stink up the joint before it does. And then not only do people think it's going to stink up the joint, it 
delivers at like the low. I don't know what Morbius is at now. What's Morbius had on Rotten Tomatoes? Because I don't know. I'll look, but I did look up Craven, which comes out in August. August. So yeah. Okay. It was pretty soon. Yeah, it is pretty soon. So I mean, that if that doesn't hit, though, I guess that's the question. Is like, where should they? I mean, they won't. But should they stop doing the Spider Verse stuff? Because it's not. I mean, the only only Spider Man thing that they have that's working is the animated stuff. Morbius is at 15% okay. on the tomato meter, okay. but the audience score, what do you think the audience score of Morbius is? Um, 55. 71. They're, it's always higher. 71 is, I mean, it's always higher and- um, Higher, but 71 is very high, it's, pre it's pretty high for that movie. Yeah, it's true. I think also think that the memes and stuff that happened with that one, I think that there was some kind of bot stuff that happened with that movie. I can't remember what it was. I don't know if it was a meme or if it was the Rotten Tomato score, but there was something that happened that the audience, or whatever happened, these bots happened, that they convinced the studio to release it, re-release it again, and it and it tanked again when they when they did. I can't remember. Winston loves the story. Uh. He tells me about it. I can't I can't remember. But um, but anyway, yeah. It, and what's and Madam Web right now is it, it's only a couple days. Oh, it just came out. So what's the audience score in that right now? No audience yeah, no score audience today. Score. Is, just came yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, just so we know, Venom Let There Be Carnage is a 57% on the tomato meter, which is the highest of all of the this verse, and an 84% for the audience score. And Venom, the first one, is 30% on the tomato meter and 80% audience score. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I just think that Sony, Tony just doesn't, they don't have the right executives in place to do this. These, these executives are not making, they're just making business decisions. And you have, and I saw that all the time at Warner Brothers. And just business decisions need to be made, obviously. But there's got to be fun and creative and overall like excitement for these products and not just trying to, you know, bleed the money from the audience because it's a comic book thing. And that's what Sony seems to be doing. Sony seems to go, well, we have comic book. People love comic book movies. So let's just make all these, make a Craven movie, make a Madam Web movie. It, it connects to the Spider-Verse, but don't have to. And it's like, it's desperate. It's sad. Um, and it just isn't working at all. They don't have the right people in place. They need to hire new executives that know how to make these things. And then those executives need to hire creators that know how to make these things. You're right. Because I, I want to tell you something. I, I, this is not spoilers, but it's it's that territory for Madam Web, but it's mm -hmm. not a spoiler. I just want to tell you, because you haven't, as of this recording, seen it. What if I told you that people were in costumes for less than 30 seconds of the movie? Okay, and, right. And what if I also told you that there is like almost no fight sequences in this. I mean, right. would that be shocking to you in a in yeah. a Madam Web su superhero movie? Yes. Especially just, yeah, especially like when you don't yeah. have to know much about Madam Web the character to know that was not a good idea. That's not a good idea. No, not when if the only way that's a good idea is if your script is very tight, if your script is very engaging, very smart. And you do like a memento type script where it's like, I didn't care there wasn't a lot of fighting because I was so like locked in to the story and it was so clever and it was moving me back and forth into this, you know, pun intended web of, uh, of, of mystery, you know, like then sure, then they threw me off and it's, and I wasn't expecting, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. It seems like it's a very sloppy script. Like, look at, I keep bringing this movie up and I know people are getting sick of it, but like Godzilla minus one, you saw it, right? No, I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, you're crazy. Um, Godzilla minus one, there is action in it, obviously. 
but it doesn't rely on it. It doesn't rely on it. It relies on the characters. It relies on the story. It relies on the emotion of it. Because when you say like, well, it's a Godzilla movie and there's only, you know, you see Godzilla like four times and you're like, really? But then when you see it, you're like, good, good. Because it it, it, it earned it. Mm -hmm. And this doesn't seem like it earns anything. No, no. There's a... Uh... About five moments that I laughed out loud, genuinely laughed. So I'll give them those five moments. Okay. Like you, oh, you, like you were supposed to. Like you're supposed to laugh. I would say two of those five I was supposed oh. to. <laughs> so you can't give them the moments. You can't. The other three you can't give them because that wasn't the intent. Okay. So two of the two moments. Two of the moments. There's a, there's a Martha Stewart joke that really worked for me. Okay. Uh, and I was like, good job. Um, it's one sentence, point two seconds. Okay. <laughs> so right. That was that was the only time I feel like our, my entire theater gave a genuine laugh. All right. Um, the rest, there was a lot of during it critics being like, <laughs> like yeah. you know that snarky. Yep. And I tried not to because we all knew going into this, we saw the trailer. Like you knew what? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We knew. Yeah. We knew. I'm surprised oh. you even went. I Christian. I texted you the morning of what time are you going to be there? Because I went because I wanted to talk to you about the movie on the show. Oh. And you had told me you were going. I was and planning I said, on it. I know, but then you didn't. I and I did. I know. The problem was I couldn't get there in time. It was in it was all the way in Culver City, and I had to get to Hollywood. So, You know that it wasn't in Culver City? You know they changed the location? No. Where was it? You, oh, by you. By the Grove. It was no. at the Grove. No, no, they didn't tell me that. And I probably... Well, I still would have, I, I would have been closer. I would have been closer to where I needed to go. They didn't give me that. They never told me that. Um, uh, yeah, I never got the Girl, email. Though. not far from Hollywood. No, it's not. But it's still, but but it's almost a two-hour movie though, right? I think it was over two hours. No, I, I think it clocked in at just around two hours from what I saw. At least. Yeah, I think it was like 205 or something. I mean. All right. Well, either either way, I wouldn't. I would have had to leave early, and I'm. And if I'm gonna punish myself, I'm gonna punish myself by watching the whole thing. I don't want to. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave the movie. And it's not fair to the audience. It's not fair to me. I got to get a full judgment on it. So. Um, uh yes, because the ending is so important. I I know, but I still an I, hour fifty seven. Okay, one fifty seven. Right. It was just about two hours. So I I just if I'm gonna see it, I want to see the whole thing all the way through. Are there post credit scenes? Nope. No. Okay. So I can leave. Once no mid-credit, no post-credit. So I can leave. Okay, good. Because that's good to know today when I'm going to go. I'm going to see this thing. and just, Who knows? Maybe Look, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Because I, I, I acknowledge that the, the last Fantastic Four movie is not good, the Josh Tank one. But I didn't hate it like as much as everybody else did. I know it's not a good movie. I like the – and you could tell that there's parts of it that could have been a good movie. But I remember watching it going, yeah, it's bad, but it's not like the worst thing I ever saw. Mm -hmm. And I just walked out going, nah, all right, whatever. And I'm hoping that that's how I come out of this one, but I don't. I feel like I'm gonna come out of it feeling like it's the farts. That is kind of how I came out of this one. What you're hoping to come out? I think yeah. best case scenario, you come out like I did, where I wasn't offended by it. It didn't. Uh, I knew it wasn't gonna be great, and it wasn't great, but mm -hmm. it was watchable to me. I think that's okay. what I texted you. It was watchable. Yeah, that's all you can ask for. All right. Well, I, it's not all you can ask. No, that's for. true. I guess all you can ask for when you know it's gonna be the stinks. When it, yes. When when you look at the trailers and you're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. Um, okay, listen, other things to talk about because we got more to talk about. Well, first of all, you think that Sony is should just let it go? They won't. I know that. But you think they should just say, forget it. We're not making these movies anymore. They're not doing any. They're not doing good for us anymore. We can't do anything with it. 
or they're just going to hold on to it because it's all they got. I know that's the answer, but I want to hear it. Um, I also want to tell you guys about Zbiotics, which you love. Both Zbiotics and Rocket Money, which I also love. I'll tell you about them both right now. Here you go. So let me also tell you this. Let me tell you about Rocket Money before we move on. I want to tell you about Rocket Money, guys. Rocket Money to me is is just. I've told you so many times, and you guys have heard me talk about Rocket Money. Rocket Money, I've been using now, I think, oh man, it's got to be at least almost two years now, a year and a half, two years. And so what Rocket Money does is, you know, you have those subscriptions that you that you have and you, you, have, you haven't been paying attention to them. And you're like, oh, that app looks amazing. I'm going to do that app. Oh, it's a free trial period? Great. 30 days, I got it. I'll, I'll remember. You don't remember. And then they start charging you 7 17 27 37 a month and you're like whoa when did that happen well rocket money rocket money does is they tell you about all the subscriptions that you have and everything that you have and they go no you want that you need that don't do that they tell you how much money you spent the week before they tell you how much money you're spending in general they tell you when you have things coming up when you got bills coming up you can link everything to it it is a lifesaver i love rocket money i checked it this morning and said okay remember you have this this and this hey an unauthorized thing did you do that so yep i did do that okay great there you go they can check your credit everything rocketmoney.com slash big thing it is so good i put the link in the description by the way rocketmoney.com slash big thing and you will thank me for that i love rocket money Ew. um zeobiotics by the way if you guys don't know oh it's the it's it's great because I, I mean, what you can relate to, John, is we we can't we can't do it the way we used to. No, we're those young. Days are done. no, those days are done. But they are fantastic because it's really a game changing product. Um, for me, I, I always use it a night out when I'm drinking, because it's it's Zbiotics, and so I just can't bounce back the way that I used to. Right. I got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day, and that is until I found Zbiotics. And I'll tell you, there's a, a surefire way to wake up and feel fresh after a night of drinking, and it is with Zbiotics. So, what is it? Okay, I'm glad you asked. Now I'm going to tell you, Zbiotics is a pre-alcohol probiotic drink. It is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. Mm. Steph Sabral loves these, by the way, loves them. Nice. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking, and here's how it works: when you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in your gut. Yeah. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that is to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break down this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And I'll tell you, right before I knew I was going to drink a couple of glasses of wine last night, John, so I had some Zbiotics tomorrow. Ooh. Every time I have it, right before I, I do notice a difference the next day. I'm just, I'm able to go. Even after a night out or a night of uh, having having some fun, I can confidently plan on doing all these shows and being able to work. I didn't have anything like I said, no, no, not foggy, nothing, because I was on the fence about it at first too. Because then I was hanging out with um, Steph and she was telling me about it, and I was like, okay, I'm, I'll do it, I'll give it a shot. And believe me, guys, it's the real deal. So I gave it a try especially yesterday. It's amazing. And go and do it. You go to zbiotics.com slash big thing. You'll get 15% off your first order when you use big thing at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you are unsatisfied for any reason, they're going to refund your money with no questions asked. So remember to head to zbiotics.com slash big thing. Use that code big thing at checkout 
for 15% off. Thank you to ZBiotics for sponsoring this episode and for the good times. All right, thank you to our friends over at Rocket Money and ZBiotics. I've been using Rocket Money forever. I love Rocket Money. I get updates on my phone all the time and they help me out. I can't, I don't even know what my life would be right now without Rocket Money. And ZBiotics, Rox, I told you about ZBiotics. And, you know, when you're going out to the club or you're going to, I don't know, you're going to one of your one of your dates, and right beforehand, you take a Z-Biotic, and it's, I'm telling you, I gotta get you some of these. You're gonna love them. Steph loves them. I got one this week, Christian. You got a date? A date. Yeah. Who's need my Z-Biotics for I'll, I'll get it for you, but. Uh... This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser. Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. So everybody check those links that are in the description. But Roxy, tell me about the date. What's going on? Who is this person? So by the time they're watching this, it's tonight. Okay. <clears throat> but but while we're recording this, it's Valentine's Day today. Oh, so you did it the uh, day after. I see. I see. Yeah, yeah. Because first right. date. Of course, so it's weird. Yeah. Valentine's Day yep. would be really yep. strange. I have, uh, a val- I, I have a Valentine's Day story I can tell you off air. But go ahead. Kids. That's so rude to the people. No, I can't tell this one on air. But go ahead. Can you tell me anything about it on air? No. Is about somebody that I know. Yeah. Is about somebody that the people know? Yeah. Is it a sex thing? Don't worry about it. Let's talk about it off air. <laughs> Me getting so excited to hear about other people's sex lives because I have nothing. <laughs> maybe well, maybe Thursday will change. No. no. You don't do the first date thing. Yeah. <laughs> Try the first year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm actually excited about this one because okay. it's a setup. Mm-hmm. Oh. So... Why'd you say, oh, like that? It's a setup sounded like, I know what it means. You mean like a setup through friends, but what it seems like it's a setup. It's like, like it's not real. Like it's not real. It's like a setup. It's like, it's just going to be someone there and they're just going to have like a, like a bunch of masks. And it's not really a date. It's just people standing around in masks going like this. So what is the setup? <laughs> I need you to change your energy. <laughs> I thought you liked this mood. I do like this mood. However... I'm excited about a date, and you're telling me that it's going to be a bunch of people in masks <laughs> pretending that they're there. It's a setup. What's this? Hey, we set it up. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's a setup. Who set it up? So a friend of a friend. Roxy. With- Roxy. You going out with me? Come on. Like it's a you're going to lose your privileges to hear about my dating life. Why? I want to hear. I want to be on the date. Will you, put, will you put me in your purse tomorrow? I'll go no. in the purse. And then, I, and then I'll eat some of the meatballs. You get meatballs? Your balls would weigh my purse down too much. Now you know. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. Shut Go up, ahead. Big Balls. I'm trying to hear about the... the, the sorry. You just jumped in here. Go ahead. Finish your saying. So rude. Yeah, he's a dickhead. Go ahead. 
So it's set up by a friend of a friend yes. who I met. We were at a dinner and she was like, oh, my God, are you seeing anybody? I said, no. And she said, I have somebody I want to set you up with. Is that OK? And I said, yup. So I know almost nothing about him uh, except yeah. for the fact that he's been a perfect communicator so far. You need that. Cause you, your, your communicators have been disaster. Disaster. Yeah. So he texted me the day. She said, can I give him your number? I said, yes. That night he said. Hey, our friend, blah, 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 said that you are awesome. Would love to see for myself. Can I take you out for drinks? Number one, texted me immediately. Number two, you know, I don't like a dinner first day. I like drinks because mm -hmm. I don't want to sit down right. for that long because I don't know how it's going to be. So I said, yes, um, great. When are you thinking? He said, are you free for Thursday next week? I said, perfect. Can we do it? Eight. He said, great. I'll text you next week to tell you uh, to plan where. And he he did? texted me today and said, hey, does this place work for you? I said, yes, great. That was. Well, you don't have, to tell, me the, don't have to tell me the name of the restaurant, but what uh, what kind of food is it? No, it's bar. Oh, it's a bar. It's a bar. So you said, what kind of bar drinks. is it? What kind of drinks is it? Yeah. Wait, is it um, a, what's the atmosphere, I mean? I've never been, so I yeah. don't know, um, but it's. I, I looked it up and it looks like like cocktails, okay. like good uh, okay, cocktails. Good, 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 good. They play jazz. Why? Why not? A little jazz in the background. Showing You've up. been out of the dating game for a long time. Why? If you are wondering. If you go to a good place and get go to a good jazz bar. That's a classy gentleman. Telling That's me. Not a jazz bar. Telling I me. I love jazz. I really do. That's right. Um, this is not that. No. But. I think that that's perfect, but I don't know anything about him. So it's going to okay. be a little different than the dates I've been going on because mm -hmm. we've been talking before on the dates I've been going on. Yeah, I like this. this. Like, I like this. I'll tell you, you why. Do. I'll tell you why I like this, because this guy, you know, one of the reasons that he is also making sure to do exactly the texting, doing it because it's set up through a friend. Right. I don't want to make the friend look like an asshole, you know, so, exactly. so stick to your so stick to the plan. Otherwise, and it also makes the friend look good because then the friend goes because if you're like, well, this guy says call me. Then call me. And then right. the friend goes, hey, dumb dumb, what are you doing? And then cause a riff with the friend. So mm -hmm. that doesn't And matter. I have another setup coming up, uh -oh. I think, in the next couple. So, mm -hmm. Privilege is revoked. Fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're gonna do you're gonna go to another setup. What happens if your setup one? Is better than setup two, but setup one finds out about setup two. Doesn't really matter because there's no commitment. Is that how it works now? First date, yeah, but I haven't planned setup two yet, and probably okay. won't until I see how setup one. Goes. That's fair. I like that. I like the strategy behind that one. So mm -hmm. you don't know anything about this guy. Have you seen um, him? Have you seen said, him? Tell me. She showed me him? one picture, but I kind of don't remember. Oh. I don't remember what he looks like, so I kind of am like, tomorrow, what do I look for? Right. Hey, send me a picture, you should say. And I don't know if he's seen a picture of me. Well, but you're easier to find. I don't know what his last name is. Oh, perfect. Sounds good. Good start so far. No? Yeah. Um. Well, I know. Here's what I know. Mm -hmm. I know that he went to college with this girl. Okay. So I know where he went to school. All right. I know that she he's best friends with her boyfriend. Okay. So she and she said he's really friendly, really nice. Do you really like the fun. boyfriend? Don't know the boyfriend. Oh, you don't know the boyfriend. Okay, so you can't really. No, judge. It's not a, that's not a negative. No. You just don't know the boyfriend. Okay. I know. I don't know much. I really okay. don't know much. 
Do I know um, the friend? Do I know the friend that set you up? No, I oh. don't know the friend who no, set no, me no. up either. Oh, the person who the person it's my friend. So what happened was my friend, one of my closest friends, yeah. he took me to a dinner. Ah, um, it was okay. A it was and this girl was at the dinner. We were sitting next to each other. We were oh. hitting it off, and she said, "I want to set you up with somebody." Oh, so you just met you just met that. Per- wow. So this is it, this could be one of those stories. This <laughs> this is two things. This this story could be like how crazy this is like a fate potential fate story of like or or i wish i would have never sat next to this person and had a conversation with them because i wouldn't have had a gun out with this dill hole yeah but she is awesome okay like loved talking to her she's right. great um she was so fun such a great girl so we'll see what her taste is we'll see all yeah. right well keep us updated anything new with the neighbor no I heard a lot of crying. I heard now I'm I'm recording at my place, so I have to be quiet. Right, right. I heard a lot of crying the other night um, so when I was. It was one in the morning, mm-hmm. and I was in my bathroom brushing my teeth, and I heard like, like sobbing. sobbing was it sobbing. her or the guy? No, it was her for okay. sure. So she must be back, but I didn't see her. But then her mail was delivered to me. I was um, so confused there. I thought you mail. I thought you meant M A L E. No, no, M A I L. So I wanted to give it to her, mm-hmm. but she wasn't home, so I just left it at her door. That's fair, but nothing. Well, that's sad. There's nothing going on though, as far as the the rowdiness. No, I'm. Right. I wonder if she, because she was bawling. So, yeah. and I haven't heard anything. So it's like, is this another potential breakup? Or I, I don't know. Who knows what's going on over there? I still want to interview no. her. Um, all right. No. All right. Fair. Try through the wall right now. I yeah, don't put the microphone over there. You know I will. Hey you. <laughs> hey you. <laughs> I got. How about this one, Rox? Oh, I, I will tell you something though. What? Her mail came to me. M a l e. M a i l. Okay. And the last name was hers, but the first name was a different. I don't know whether she gave me a fake name. Or she uses a different name. Yeah. Right. Hey, Roxy, will you introduce me? I got a good idea. No. Wait, don't say no. You didn't hear my pitch. Listen to no, my pitch. Listen to my pitch. Okay. So next time you hear the craziness, you go, oh, okay. And you lift me out of the purse again, and I'll take the meatballs I took from the restaurant, and I'll go in, and I'll tie them to my pants. I'll wear pants this time. And I'll say, hey, lady, you ever do it with a chipmunk? Because you hear you do it with everyone else, but now you do it with me. And I'll say, come on, and I'll even do my little wee, and I'll spin on the floor. I can spin on my own nuts. Did you know that? Something wrong with you? Yes. I don't have the lady next door. That's something wrong with me, but it's a problem I wish to solve. Wow, I thought you were hitting on me and then you were hitting on her and it's just getting less enticing by the moment. That's fair. He left. Um, all right. Bastard. Let's get into some TV and we'll call it a day. We'll call it a short episode today, but we'll do. Um, Why? We'll, you're not having fun with me? I'm having a blast, but I got to go see this freaking movie soon and I want to make sure that I can edit this and have it out there. And I think that's the beauty with the Thursday episode now is that because the, uh, the Tuesday show is doing really well. That we can do whatever we want on the Thursday show. If it does well, great. If it doesn't, just as good. Or you could also have me on the Tuesday show. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Come on, let's do it. Let's talk about sex. Hey, guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Everybody, you're like, yeah, back in the day. 
go whenever I wanted to. Well, now you can increase your performance. You can get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew's no joke. It's pretty great. It's a unique online service, and it delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them whenever, daytime, night. You can plan ahead. Be ready whenever that opportunity arises. And the process is super simple. You sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you are approved, then you receive your prescription within days. And the best part? All online. No visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. So, for me, yes, it works. And the thing is, you know, I didn't think I needed it, but hey, you try it for a month and you see, you love it. You can be missing out on the best sex of your life. I'm telling you, they always say first impressions are important. What about lasting impressions? Do it. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. They do. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. Love that. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. You got to try Blue Chew free, but you got to use that promo code Big Thing at checkout. Just pay five dollars shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code Big Thing to receive your first month free. Yeah, do you hear that? Free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we gotta thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Let's talk about some habits because you guys know you got some habits, and there's nothing better than beating a bad habit with a good habit and we've talked about fume before you guys you guys know we've talked about fume uh, we've we've had fume on and we're glad that they are back it's great and mark riley is the one who's really been talking this thing up and i can't wait for him to, to talk about it even more so on the show um when he's on for uap and he's just talking about how flavorful it was better than he thought it feels very fresh and it's like a refreshing herbal tea, but if it was vapor, uh, it, it, it was, you can look at like sticky soda. It's got non, it's, it's, it's really good. It's, it's well-weighted. It's perfectly balanced. It's extremely fun to fidget with. And it really, look at the, the, the wood itself. It's, it's great. You can start the year off right with a good habit by going to tryfume.com slash big thing, getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use that code big thing to help make starting the good habit much easier because it's, you get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit that you're free to enjoy and it makes replacing your bad habit easy. It comes with adjustable airflow dial and it's designed with movable parts. It's great. They use flavored air instead of vapor. The fume is completely, completely natural, by the way, instead of electronics. And there's no, this is the reason why I decided people are like, well, why, why would you, why would you get involved with something like this? Why? Because they don't use harmful chemicals. They use delicious flavors. And that's why I got involved. Fume works. They're great. So thank you again to Fume for sponsoring the show. You've been paying attention to what's going on over there? Which part? The Soul Foundation? No. Exactly. So you got you to get read up. Well, usually I am read up, oh. but what's going on? Long, long time. They, they dumped a whole, you should look at it, Soul Foundation on, on YouTube, but there's a whole bunch of videos that they put out from that conference they had in November. It'll blow your mind. But then there was a really cryptic tweet that came out this morning, but it wasn't, it turned out it's not about this, it's about something completely different inside the, the government. Uh, so there's a lot, there's a lot going on over there, but the- uh, What the was the tweet? It's a whole other conversation. We'll get into it. We'll get into it on um, not, not on Tuesday on with Tuesday me. With you, sure. 
Um, yep. Actually, this Tuesday we have uh, we did an interview with this guy who's the first UAP lobbyist ever in Washington. Um, guy by the name of Steve Bassett. And we sat down with him for like an hour and a half. We're gonna he's gonna that's gonna be the full episode next Tuesday. So anyway, all right, let's talk TV though. Uh, to got you there for this. That's what I want. Roxy got some TV. What do we got? What's our first one? Yeah, I do. Uh, there's actually a lot of really good TV on right now, Christian. Usually it used to be like February, not yeah. crazy, but now with uh, the strikes mm -hmm. being over and everything coming out at once. So Curb Your Enthusiasm is back. Are you a Curb guy? So it's so funny is that my brother, the other day, he wrote me, he's like, do you watch Curb? And I said, I feel the same way about Curb that I feel about Seinfeld. Anytime I watch an episode, anytime I enjoy it, Thoroughly, I just never go out of my way to watch it. It's the same way it was for Seinfeld. So like, and so he, my brother goes, watch this episode. It was like from like 2010, and he said it's one of my favorite episodes. So I watched it. It was good. I liked it. And then I didn't go back and watch it again. What episode did he send you? It was the one with the 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 restaurant. The um, it's the the he's going to the he's going to the restaurant, and and he's not supposed to go to that restaurant. Him and Jeff Garland, and then it gets to the big culture war because of it, and. And he winds up sleeping with this woman from the restaurant, and and then he's so honest, and he's telling who else is in it, um, Janice from uh, Friends, mm -hmm. yeah, that that whole thing. So, Christian, you um, have you you're not the same as Larry David, but you guys handle conflict the same sometimes. How so? <laughs> like when it's. Past the point of no return, just making an utter joke out of it. Oh, okay. Where it's like, you're not going to get eye to eye with somebody, so you're just going to shred it. Um, I think that you actually would really, like, if you watch this start to finish, I think you'd be truly invested. I do. I, I, I enjoy it. I always enjoy it. I just don't get them. Like I said, I still go out of my way. To me, the two comedies of the last 10 years that it's like, you cannot, I have seen every episode, you cannot rip me away. I watch them the day they come mm -hmm. out, are Curb and Always Sunny. Mm. They are the two funniest shows on TV for me. And Curb has had two episodes this season so far. I was texting with my friends that love Curb like yeah. I do. And they are not enjoying this season okay. as much so far. Why? I thought both episodes were hy hysterical. The second okay. one being better than the first one. Uh, this show doesn't miss for me. Okay. I just think it is so genius. I hear that they don't have scripts. They have outlines. Yeah. Yeah, you can tell that I know, just yeah. the way that they improv things. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's laugh out loud funny. And he gets himself in these scenarios that are just hysterical. I, I love the show. I, okay. I think that it's super do. If anybody's looking for a long binge that will make you laugh every episode, this is the show that you should watch. Uh, another show that makes you laugh that I think is hysterical is back. And I didn't know it was back and nobody told me it was back. So I'm going to tell you guys it's back because nobody told me it's back and I deserve to know it's back. And that's Abed, Abbott Elementary. Mm. Why have I seen no advertisements for this? Huh. I had no idea. And they they came back. They dropped a part one and a part two of the first episode. So good. So good. There's a reason the show is winning a lot of Emmys. The performance is winning Emmys. The show's winning Emmys. It is like the Parks and Rec or the yeah. Office or 30 Rock of this time, Modern Family. This is workplace comedy, really, really good. Watch it. Okay. 
Uh, I have an embarrassing thing to admit to you, Christian. Uh-oh. Do you know this show, Press Your Luck? Of course. Okay. I had never heard of it until a week ago. Whammy, go whammy, go whammy, stop. It, it's the 40th anniversary. Wow. And that show's been on for 40 years. Is it? St- I didn't know it was still on. And I, Elizabeth Banks is the host of it. Oh, but then they bring, they must have brought it back. It hasn't consistently been on. I, Christian, I have no idea. I'd never heard of this show. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'd never heard of it. Okay. I've heard people say, like, no whammies. I didn't know what that yeah. meant. Doesn't, doesn't, the, don't the whammies remind you of uh, Big Balls? Kind of. Yeah. So I had never even heard of this show. And all of a sudden I'm on Hulu and it starts playing mm-hmm. after Abbott Elementary. Oh, okay. And I was like, what is this with Elizabeth Banks? So I thought this was a new game show. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, this is so fun. And then I looked it up and it was the it's the 40 year anniversary. So there's a, have you ever seen the I mean, maybe you've gone down the rabbit hole now, but have you seen the the documentary about the guy who cheated it? No. He found no. A, he found a way to like to time it perfectly and and he won a ridiculous amount. Just put just put press press your luck uh scandal in YouTube and you'll find it. It's crazy. How can I be the TV queen that I claim to be and have never heard of the show? Well, I mean, you're not a game show. You're not No, not really. Show. You're right. So, I mean, it's, that's a classic game show. Like it's old, so That was my favorite. I just loved that show when I was a kid. Who was the OG host? Peter. I can't remember his last name. Just put, if you okay. Google right now, put Peter host of, uh, of, of Press Your Luck and it'll probably pop up. Let yeah. me tell you, Elizabeth Banks does an excellent job. Okay. She is really good at this. I was like, wow, I've never seen her do anything like this. I really like her. I love watching people win money and mm-hmm. trips. And Peter Tamarkin. That was his name, Peter Tamarkin. I've never even heard of him, Christian. He passed away in 2006. Super sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, wow. Uh, I just wanted to recommend it to people because if you are looking for a game show, Elizabeth Banks does a great job. People win a lot of money. And... It's really cute and easy. Yeah, I, I like it. Yeah, I, I like. It. What do the What do the whammies do these days? Because well, the whammies are always the best part of it. The, they take they wipe you to zero. Yeah, but yeah, but there was they used to like back in the day, like because it was like the eighties. So there was one whammy that was like Michael Jackson, and he would come out and do a dance. There was one. There was they do funny things. Yeah. They come out and they say different things. I love the whammies. Take, yeah, love the whammies are wild. Yeah. I can't believe I'm mortified that I don't know what this is. Hilarious. So, well, now you do. Got to tell the people. All right. Uh, okay, feud. This is oh, yeah. now back after years. Yep. Do you have any? In- Did you watch the first feud? Uh, no, but I, my wife started watching this one, so I walked in and I saw the guy. It was funny because I walked in and I go, "This seems like an over the top performance." I was like, "Oh no, he's playing Capote." <laughs> so this is exactly who. This totally, uh, he nails yeah. it. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, because I, I get why you could think that if you didn't know. If you didn't know Capote, right? Yeah, Capote versus Swans. Mm-hmm. This is this doesn't have my attention like the first season did because I cared more about that feud. Mm-hmm. But this is a good show. The most recent episode was a little... It's getting a little slow, and I'm kind of curious. They're taking some artistic liberties mm-hmm. with the way they're showing things and like what was caught on camera, black and white episodes, and I I'm definitely going to keep going with this show. I'm not as invested okay. right now, but it's still good, and I I want to know where they're going. Okay, some serious star power on this season yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
Okay, the other two shows that I'm watching this right now that I'm going to be talking about every week because they're two of the most prestigious shows on television. <laughs> Masters of the Air. Yeah. Where are you at, Christian? I haven't finished. I'm still the same spot I was last week. I haven't gone back to it yet. Ooh, I'm just so into this. Yeah. And I got Papa watching it, okay. Grammy and Papa. Yeah. And Papa was in the 8th Air Force. Yeah, yeah. And so he's so he loves intrigued. It. Good, like, good. Yeah, yeah. Loves the way it was shot. Has a lot of commentary about it, too. Really, really beautifully shot intrigued by this the characters liked what they did in this most recent episode but speaking of most recent episodes the final show true detective yeah by far and away the best episode yet okay. is that the was last the, episode or second to last it was this most recent episode what? no it's not the last episode it was the penultimate one right i thought we had two left do we only have one left there's total six so i'm not sure how many episodes that was really i think so let's check it out where are you um i think that i f i'm almost done with either three or four i can't remember but like my we were watching and it got really creepy at the end and my wife said i think i'm done so we started like getting into um uh mr and mrs smith which she loves yeah i love it too well okay that's so interesting because i wasn't thinking so season one had eight episodes season two had eight episodes season three had eight episodes so i was just kind of prepped for eight but it does look like six. I was right. I I don't know. Right now, I only see four listed. Mm -hmm. I mean, sorry, I only see six listed. But why would they? Yeah, Who knows? that's so. That's what I heard. I heard it was six. I don't know where I heard that. It's so strange to all of a sudden just switch up the format. But that does. It did feel like a penultimate episode. And it was good. Really good. Really, okay. really, 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 really good. Christian. All right. I'll check it out. I'm, I'm going to finish it because I, I, I do. I, I like that Jodie Foster went there with this character. Did you, by the way, did you, because you said you were going to, and I know that you didn't. Did you watch uh, Nyad? No, I haven't seen Nyad yet. I think it was one of Jodie Foster's best performances in years. I mean, and not, not that she hasn't had great ones, but this is, it was just, it, she, everybody was talking about Annette Benning, and Annette, Annette Benning was great in the movie. But I think Jodie Foster stole the movie. I think Grammy the, really wants to watch this, so I've been waiting. You should to watch, watch it with her. her. You should watch it. It's yeah. I I watched it because I was just watching all the movies, and it was I really enjoyed it. I wish I would have talked about it even a little bit more than I did because I really enjoyed that movie a lot, and I didn't know what to expect from it. And I yeah, I liked that film a lot. I thought it was, they they had great chemistry, the two of them. I went and saw Poor Things this week. Did you Did you love it as much as I did, or did you just think it was too strange? No, obsessed. I love Yorgos. I love the lobster. Right. I love the favorite. I loved this. I, to Ruffalo me, is so good. He's so good. He's Christian. so good in this movie. I told him. I, I tell mean, you that when I when I when I saw him at the Critics Choice Awards, was there's two people I wanted to approach, um, and that was Ruffalo and uh, Giamatti. Giamatti was to talk about UFOs, and which we did, and Ruffalo. I just watched the holdovers too. He was, which is great. But Ruffalo was to t say, and I said to him, dude, what you did in that movie was, I said, I didn't, I said, look, I've been a fan of your work for a long time, but what you, I didn't know that you could do that. And he goes, you and me both. And it's, it's, he's so good. In I movie. think he is Oscar winning worthy in that performance. He yeah, he's got to so be good. downy though. That's the only problem. I, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's going to. No. I don't think but going to. that's where my vote would go honestly i wouldn't be i wouldn't be upset if that was the case i walked out of oppenheimer going down he's got it no matter who down he's got it um but after i saw that performance from ruffalo it was my that was my favorite performance but what do i think the best i mean Downey's pretty damn good in that movie he's great so, great so good um but i'm glad you i'm glad you saw it I'm glad you saw both of those because they're they're really good 
I'm really behind Christian. Yeah. I've those are the only the only Oscar nominated movies that I have seen are Barbie, Oppenheimer, Poor Things, okay. and Holdovers. That's it. Uh, period. Four. Well, you got a lot of catching up to do before the Oscars. But um, look, we caught up. We did some stuff, and that was a fun show. So, what do you think, Rox? You like? Uh, I, th- I liked our show today. I thought it was good. What would you rate it out of ten, Christian? Two. <laughs> out of five. Out of, out of two. Two out of two. Because there's two of us. See? Just like that. See how good Just the two of us. Oh. No? Sorry. No. Anyway, well, hopefully Brett will be back next week as well. And we can have one of these things in, in person. Um, but where can they find you? What are you doing today? On my date. Oh, no. Nice. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You can find me at Roxy Stryer. Don't forget gunplaymovie.com. Support DJ's movie that I'm in. We are halfway through campaign month and we got to pick up that pace, y'all. So go support if you can. Please do that. Go check it out and check Roxy's channel out and check out the world, girls, girls. So there you go. For me, you hit that button, subscribe to the channel. Um, I already have the, at this point, the Madam Web out of the theater reaction. I wonder what I thought of it. You tell me. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you check us out tomorrow on the show with myself, Winston. Nope. I keep saying that. Winston's not here this week. He'll be back next week. It's me and Coy. All right, guys. Thanks for being with us. It's the big thing. We'll see you later. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.